Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Until the end of the day of the Queen's funeral, the new King of England delivers his first speech. Queen Elizabeth was a life well lived, a promise with destiny kept. Also, how stricter enforcement of the Prince George's County curfew will actually work. In Glen Arden, I'm John Doman. Is D.C.'s 911 call center making progress? I'm Annalisa Gale. Wall Street ended on an up note at the closing bell Friday to wrap your business week. The Dow finished up 377. NASDAQ picked up 250 points. S&P was up 61. Good morning. Welcome in 2 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Mara Rubin in New York. Charles will be officially proclaimed king at St. James Palace today, followed by gun salutes in Hyde Park and at the Tower of London. Friday's pomp and circumstance was all for the queen. It was a day full of salutes for the woman who was monarch for more than 70 years. At Westminster Abbey, bells tolled 96 times to commemorate her 96 years. This woman was moved. We've all lost our grandmother, our friend, and as I say, our anchor. There were also gun salutes at St. James's Park. Later in the day, the new king spoke, Charles giving praise to his mother. Queen Elizabeth was a life well lived, a promise with destiny kept. Steve Futterman, CBS News, London. Julian Payne is a CBS News royal contributor and says we can expect King Charles to make changes. He put a recycling bin in, the, in Buckingham Palace in the early 1980s and got everybody recycling their bottles. This is not somebody who has sat on tradition and never, never changed. He actually is always, always pushing forward. But when Charles spoke publicly for the first time as King Friday, he promised to carry on the work and service of his mother. The Queen's funeral will take place at Westminster Abbey sometime in the next two weeks. Two top House Democrats want a federal investigation into whether airlines used the billions they received in pandemic relief to pay employees to quit. New York's Carolyn Maloney and South Carolina's James Clyburn said buyouts made the pilot shortage worse that led to widespread flight delays and cancellations. In Southern California, the Fairview fire is burning in all directions and all flanks. In Northern California, another massive wildfire is threatening lives and property. Reporter Marley Ginter. A mad dash to douse the flames. Firefighters working to spare as many homes as they can as the mosquito fire bears down on now both Placer and El Dorado counties. Oh my gosh, I had to pack everything I possibly can get. Johnny Fuentes rushing to save what he can, even stopping strangers hoping someone would drive his car out of the evacuation zone so he could drive his truck. I'm terrified because everything I have is my home, is up there. Spain's Carlos Alcaraz stopped American Francis Tiafo's U.S. Open run for his first Grand Slam final. It took four hours and 19 minutes and five sets, but Alcaraz upset Tiafo and will face number seven, Casper Ruud, Sunday in the finals. This is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. I'm Dr. Stork. 
Why give your family just ordinary eggs when they can enjoy the best? Eggland's Best, the only eggs with more fresh and delicious taste, plus superior nutrition compared to ordinary eggs. With six times more vitamin D, 10 times more vitamin E, 25% less saturated fat, and 38% more lutein. Because the way we care is anything but ordinary. Only Eggland's Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. Ah, oh, honey, I can't believe you gave me toe fungus. I gave my wife toe fungus for the third time. My doctor then told me that toe fungus is not just a cosmetic problem and that it can spread and get worse. He introduced me to a new and different routine that flushes out even the most difficult cases of fungus. Making your money go further is more important than ever. So Diamonds Direct's bringing back our most popular offer of the year. Five years, zero interest financing on any purchase. Now for a limited time, you get the amazing value Diamonds Direct is known for. And you can spread your payments over five years. Zero down, zero interest. A $6,000 diamond ring is just $100 a month. Don't miss this extraordinary offer going on now. Five years, zero interest financing on anything and everything at Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. On approved credit. WTOP at 204. It's Saturday morning. We've made it to the weekend, everybody. September 10th, 2022. Welcome in this early hour. Clear, cooler, overnight, early morning. Some patchy fog by daybreak. Lows in the 50s and 60s. 60 exactly right now. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your weekend morning ride, topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we do ride into this Saturday together. We begin in Prince George's County, where leaders there say they're going to start enforcing a curfew beginning now. So what will that look like? County Executive Angela Alsobrook says it'll be about education first. And anyone under 17 out past midnight this weekend will be reminded about the curfew and told to go home. A second violation will mean a call to mom and dad to come pick their kid up. Parents and businesses can face civil penalties if kids ignore the curfew, with fines escalating up to $250 after repeated violations. Now, the curfew takes effect at midnight on weekends and 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday. And there are some exceptions. If a kid's out with their parents, it's okay. Coming home from work, also okay, as is coming home from school or entertainment events. In Glen Arden, John Dome in WTOP News. We turn now this morning to a progress report on D.C.'s 911 call center. It comes after another report out last fall found flaws, including inconsistent handling of calls and trouble finding emergencies. In its latest update on the state of D.C.'s 911 call center, auditors found that there has been little progress when it comes to the 31 recommendations made by investigators in October. 77% of the recommendations reportedly have no, quote, observed progress on issues such as inadequate supervision of the call taking and insufficient management follow-up. In a recent interview, the director of the 911 call center says she hopes to put together an updated roadmap for completing the recommendations, adding that she'll share an update at a council oversight hearing later this month. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. WTOP News time now, 2.06 Saturday morning. Weekend warriors and Monday commuters, heads up. You should see some long-expected relief on Interstate 66 starting midday today. Not only that, it will be free through the end of this month for you to get used to that ride. Director of Mega Projects for VDOT, Susan Shaw, says the new express lanes from 28 in Centerville to 29 in Gainesville are set to open midday Saturday. So certainly, we're hoping for much less congestion. Um, and, you know, we are um, going to be continuing construction on the remaining 13 miles, but that west end should make traffic flow much easier 
Using the lanes will be free to everybody until the end of September. The rest of the express lanes from 28 to the Beltway are set to open by the end of the year. In all, it's a nearly $4 billion project. On 66, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. It's not just business, it's personal. And Signature Theater's new musical, No Place to Go. When dedicated employee George discovers his company is relocating to Mars, he must decide whether to go and uproot his family's life or embark on an unknown venture. Featuring DC star Bobby Smith, No Place to Go is an irreverent and humorous musical with an enterprising twist. Now playing at Signature Theater through October 16th. Get your tickets at sigtheater.org. Dean Lane on WTOP. It's Saturday, September 10th. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. We've made it 208 in the morning. Glad you had a precision AC tune-up for only $69. Michael Anson. Driving and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ian Crawford with us this Saturday morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. We're going to start in Virginia. Pretty placid through our work zones on 66. The big, long one. From after 123 eastbound on 66, past Nutley Street and all the way to the Capitol Beltway, single right is how you go to get past all of that work, including some overhead work that's getting underway in earnest as they get ready to replace the Gallows Road overpass over the top of I-66. It's also affecting westbound traffic too. That's uh, two to the left to get by, or take that two to the right to get by. That works on westbound 66 coming off the Beltway. That's really the big fly in the ointment right now. Outside of the expectation that we will get new express lanes on 66 opening up between exit 53 at, 20, at Route 28 at Gainesville, or at Centerville, I should say, all the way out to Gainesville. That's expected sometime around midday today, as you heard in John uh, in Kyle Cooper's story here a little bit ago. On uh, the rest of 66, actually fairly quiet through the work zones. We would check the Capitol Beltway. The one issue outstanding will be the outer loop ramp to go west on 66. There's work on the ramp over on the left side. Single right getting by. In Maryland, Beltway's quiet. So are 95 and the BW Parkway. The crash 29 south or 29 both directions at Franklin Avenue. Crash out of the roadway, but the signals left dark by damage to the traffic control box that's right there at the intersection so those traffic lights are out of commission 50 across the bay bridge we've got two lanes in each direction to and from the shore can't find the new car you're looking for try a fitzway used car next to a new car a fitzway car is best visit fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust that's the fitzway i'm ian crawford wtop traffic Mostly clear conditions here through the early morning hours, and it looks like clouds will start to increase through the morning itself. Temperatures were waking up to the 60s, and we'll be in the lower 80s here this afternoon, and mostly cloudy conditions. A slight chance we could see a couple of showers, especially west and southwest of Washington, into the afternoon. Heading into the overnight, though, we're going to continue with the thickening of the clouds, and showers will develop after midnight, and rain at times will be heavy throughout your Sunday. Temperatures only in the middle 70s. Rain continues into Monday. I'm Storm Team 4's Ryan Miller. 68 degrees in Hyattsville, 57 in Fredericksburg, Virginia, 72 Eastern Maryland. We're at 60 straight up in our nation's capital. Saturday morning, September 10th, 2 a.m. hour. Glad you're with us. This latest check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com and schedule your free in-home estimate today. The ups and downs of those electric cars where we stand this morning coming up next. Turning to the tech world. Stay with us. Had to cut back recently? Well then, listen up. The free Upside app wants to get you back to living your best life by getting you cash back on gas and food. It's time to stop compromising. 
Go grab dinner with friends, stock up at the grocery store, and fill up your tank without worrying about high gas prices. You shouldn't have to cut back just because of inflation. So stop compromising and start earning cash back. The free Upside app is here to help you get back to enjoying your everyday life. Worry-free. Download Upside and start earning cash back on gas and food today. Download the free Upside app and use promo code CUTBACK for an extra $10 cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code C-U-T-B-A-C-K for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Remember, use promo code CUTBACK for an extra $10 on your first purchase. Stop compromising and start earning cash back with the free app. With the free app from Upside. WTOP at 212. This is WTOP. A federal tax credit for those who buy certain electric vehicles will be available through 2032. Thanks to the Inflation Reduction Act signed into law by President Joe Biden. This morning, consumer man Herb Weisbaum, a contributing editor at Checkbook.org, says this new law should boost electric car sales down the road, but not right away. Yeah, the new legislation is designed to accelerate the sale and production of what Congress calls clean vehicles by extending the existing tax credit of up to $7,500 for those who buy all electric vehicles, some plug-in hybrids, even cars powered by hydrogen fuel cells. Because EVs tend to be more expensive than comparable gas-powered models, the extension of the tax credit might steer more car buyers towards EVs. And if the U.S. is going to meet our climate goals, we need to get millions more drivers behind the wheel of vehicles that don't pollute. So let's run down the new rules of the road created by the legislation. Sure. As soon as a president signed that bill into law, this provision kicked in. A clean vehicle must be assembled in North America for buyers to qualify for the current federal tax credit. This will disqualify some EVs already on the market, such as Hyundai's Ionic 5 and the Kia EV6. Other requirements take effect in 2023, including the buyer's income and the vehicle price. Individuals with modified adjusted gross income and AGI of more than a $150,000 won't qualify for the credit. The cutoff is $300,000 for married couples filing jointly. The SUV, pickup, or van you buy cannot cost more than $80,000. For all other EVs, the limit is $55,000. This means the Tesla Model 3 sedan, which sells for around $48,000, would qualify. The Model S sedan at $106,000 would not. Clearly, Dimitri, Congress was trying to target this tax credit to middle and lower income folks. As you write about in your checkbook story, there are also requirements about the batteries powering these vehicles. Yeah, Congress wanted to jumpstart domestic manufacturing of electric batteries to reduce our dependence on foreign countries for the raw materials such as lithium, nickel, and cobalt. So starting next year, a steadily increasing portion of the minerals needed to make the batteries must come from the U.S. or countries with which we have free trade agreements. That means starting in 2024, EVs with batteries made with minerals that come from China, Russia, or other foreign entities of concern won't qualify for that tax credit. What about somebody who wants to buy a used electric vehicle? That's the really cool thing about this new law. It creates a new tax credit for used EVs and other clean cars, up to $4,000 or 30% of the sales price, which is ever less. Again, there are income requirements, 
The vehicle must be at least two years old, and the selling price cannot exceed $25,000. Even so, this should help more Americans get into an EV. How are car makers responding to all this, Herb? Well, the automotive industry realizes it has to transition to electric vehicles to meet regulatory requirements and to satisfy consumer demand, but manufacturers aren't happy with everything in the law. There's concern that limits on manufacturing and battery materials are unrealistic, and that a significant percentage of the EVs currently on sale are now ineligible for the tax credit. Clearly, there will be growing pains, but I think in the long term, the law should reduce greenhouse gases. It will create manufacturing jobs here in the U.S. and lower the country's reliance on foreign supply chains. Consumer man Herb Weisbaum, the contributing editor at Checkbook.org, talking with our Dimitri Sotis. Read more at our website at Click Away. Search Electric. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. September 10th, good Saturday morning of the weekend, everybody. Our first 2 a.m. hour hits with Frankie. A breakthrough tournament that will not be forgotten for Francis Tiafo falls in the semifinals of the U.S. Open to Carlos Alcaraz. 6-3 in a decisive fifth set. Tiafo fought off a match point in the fourth set to win in a tie break, but in the end, Alcaraz just too good. Frustrating loss, even though it was an incredible performance from Tiafo. Too good from Carlos tonight. I gave everything I had. I gave everything I had for the last two weeks. Um, you know, honestly, I came here wanting to win the U.S. Open. I, I feel like I let you guys down. Um, this one really hurts. This one really, really hurts. It did hurt, but Tiafo did say that one day he's going to win the U.S. Open. Now, Alcaraz will play Casper Ruud for the men's title on Sunday. The winner becomes the new number one in men's tennis. Baseball, Nationals fall to Phillies 5-3. to three. Patrick Corbin took the loss, allowed five earned runs, struck out two, gave up two homers. Alex Call with a homer for the Nationals. Same two again Saturday from Philadelphia. The Orioles winners over the Red Sox 3-2 to two at Camden Yards. Commanders getting closer, opener against Jack. Jacksonville Sunday, but no safety camp curl. He's out with a thumb injury as the uh, commanders are a slight favorite over the Jags week one NFL. Francis Tiafo's run is over at the U.S. Open. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTLP Sports. All right, thanks, Frankie. 217, Saturday morning, September 10th on WTLP. Welcome in. On the top stories we're following for you this 2 a.m. hour on TLP Saturday. King Charles III delivering his very first address to the nation as sovereign, saying that he is going to carry on his mother's legacy while honoring her service. We will come together as a nation, as a commonwealth, and indeed a global community to lay my beloved mother to rest. Who would be best to serve as an impartial third party to review the record seized last month from Mar-a-Lago? The Justice Department out this week proposing two retired judges, while lawyers for former President Donald Trump are proposing a retired judge and a prominent Florida lawyer. Stay tuned. And as we've been telling you this morning, a heads up, the western section of the new Interstate 66 express lanes in Virginia should be open by midday today, this Saturday. If all goes according to plan this overnight early morning as they work towards that goal, the lanes will be free, we're told, for everyone until later this month so you can get used to it and uh, you can familiarize yourself with where these lanes are going to take you. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories. Saturday morning, September 10th, where the time now is 2.18. Good morning. I think the weather on the 8th, Ian Crawford's with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. We are looking at the work zones on 66. There are a few more that have been kind of uh, chock-a-block thrown in here. We will start with the beltway itself on the ramp from the outer loop to go west on 66. We knew about this one. Right lane is what's getting by the work. But the from the inner loop, 
The express lanes to go west on 66, that ramp is blocked. The eastbound work on 66, that's the big ticket item right now. We have one right lane getting by after 123, passing Nutley Street and all the way to I all the way to the Capitol Beltway and just slightly beyond. But the ramps from eastbound 66 to the inner and outer loop express lanes also had a commission for the same work zone. The ramps to the main travel lanes of the Capitol Beltway from west from eastbound 66 they are open for business. On westbound 66, coming off the Beltway, as you go underneath the the overpass. For Gallows Road, that's where the work is, and two left lanes are blocked. More work beyond after 123. It's going to be a right lane to get by. And then, of course, as you heard mentioned, the express lane is expected to open um, sometime midday today between exit 53, which is 28 Centerville, all the way out to exit 43, which is at Route 29 at Gainesville. On the rest of the Virginia roadways, we're pretty good. So we check Maryland, 95 BW Parkway doing well, 50 across the Bay Bridge. It's two lanes each direction to and from the shore. The work on Greenbelt Road eastbound was from Cherrywood Lane and 60th Avenue all the way to Kenilworth Avenue in a single lane getting by. In the district, on New York Avenue, the inbound work after South Dakota Avenue, single lane getting by. The freeway and the 295s running without delay or incident. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Clouds will continue to push into the region, mostly cloudy this afternoon. Temperatures for your Saturday will be in the lower 80s. Rain develops tonight, and it looks like on and off rain showers could be heavy at times for the entirety of Sunday. Temperatures in the lower to middle 70s for highs. A few showers possible here on Monday and Tuesday, but drying out by a Wednesday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. We're at 60 degrees exactly at our nation's capital. This check in the 2 a.m. hour brought to you by Millicombe Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. Check them out. Millicombedesign.com. WTOP at 221. It's one of the world's most popular operas. Now see it on the big screen at Audi Field. Sunday, September 25th, Washington National Opera presents a free broadcast of Carmen. Arrive early for family-friendly activities, your favorite concessions, chances to win prizes, and more. Then the main event, Bizet's Blockbuster with the music you know and love. Gates open at 2 p.m. Don't miss Opera on the Field, presenting sponsor Mars Incorporated. More at Kennedy-Center.org. WTOP News Time now, 221. This is WTOP News. In his first speech as monarch this week, King Charles III vowed to carry on Queen Elizabeth II's lifelong service with his own modernizing stamp. To my darling Mama, as you begin your last great journey to join my dear late Papa, I want simply to say this. Thank you. The King's speech was broadcast around the world, streaming at St. Paul's Cathedral, where some 2,000 people attended a service of remembrance for the Queen. This morning, you're Michelle Sindor, moderator of Washington Week on PBS on the new Monarch. It's such a sort of tough time in the history of the UK right now because you, of course, have a nation there and a number of people mourning the loss of this monarch. One monarch that many people only knew their entire lives, given the fact that she was the longest serving monarch in the UK's history and she had been there for 70 years. But there is also tough conversations happening about colonialism and about the role that Britain has played in other places like Africa, where we're seeing people be critical of the monarchy. So I think it's a very interesting place to 
would be. I also think, of course, there's just people like me who are very interested in the royals, interested in Meghan and Harry and interested in the new titles for Prince William and Kate. So I think in some ways this is also a time for the people who are not critical of the royals to learn more about them and to sort of see a next chapter happening. Yes, absolutely. Well, let's turn to those documents the FBI sees from Mar-a-Lago that we've all been so focused on since August. Then the question of who in the world here is going to qualify to be this impartial third party. So many questions that you'll be raising with your panel. There's so many questions here because you have this fight over the special master with DOJ saying that this is not needed and that they think that this will hurt their investigation. There's even some idea based on their filing that there might be more classified documents that they're trying to find and that this is going to slow down that process. You, of course, also have former President Trump, who is in some ways really casting doubt on whether or not the DOJ and the FBI can be fair to him, given their history and his mind, of course, with so many other people saying that the DOJ is a fair institution that has been there for a long time. I think the other thing to note is that we also got new reporting this week from the Washington Post, from Devlin Barrett, about the sort of nuclear documents that are there. There's some reporting from Devlin and others that some of the documents that were found were dealing with the nuclear capabilities of foreign governments. So in some ways, we're getting more and more information on why the DOJ felt like they had to take this unprecedented step of searching a former president's home. And it's we're also getting more details about why the DOJ is fighting so hard to keep these documents in as little hands as possible, which is why they're saying a special master is not the right rate. There's a lot to talk about here because there's a politics of this, too, when you have Attorney General Bill Barr, who, of course, served under former President Trump, saying that he feels like the DOJ is getting closer and closer to having evidence it needs to indict Trump, even though he himself says that Trump shouldn't be indicted. So a lot of questions, a lot of things to talk about. The Political Week in Review, that's Yubish Alcindor, moderator of Washington Week. On PBS, talking there with Dimitri and Sean. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. You listen to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather in your car. But what about when you're not behind the wheel? Download the WTOP News app to listen wherever you are. Eating breakfast, out for a run, or at work. Plus, sign up for news alerts, create a personalized news feed, and register for rewards. 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment with the WTOP app. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org, insured by NCUA. WTOP News Time, now 225. Money News, each half hour at 25 and 55. Jeff Clayboy here to wrap your business week this morning. The Dow gains 377 points Friday and almost 3% for the week. Burger King will spend $400 million remodeling stores and launching new advertising campaigns. Robinhood, the trading platform favored by young investors, says top stock picks for its traders are Tesla, Apple, and Amazon. Johns Hopkins is completing its renovation of the old museum and taking enrollment now for grad school classes that will start there next fall. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. And now from WTOP's Small Business September series presented by Eagle Bank, here's Lindsay Rayom, Executive Vice President and Chief Commercial and Industrial Lending Officer. We know our community well. We're a resource. You know, we have long-term relationships and dialogues we talk to enough clients to where we know the landscape, we know what's happening, we're able to assess business plans and be a, a sounding board, we're able to uh, pass on best practices and, and also tell pitfalls that we potentially see and point out risks. We can assess your capital structure and tell you as far as what your access to capital is when that opportunity comes along. And the more you keep your banker in the know and keep us in the know, and the quicker we can be responsive. 
To hear more of this interview, visit WTOP and search Small Business September. To learn